Hey there, this is AJ Fry from Inner Space Weeknights at 6 and 11 on Space, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Aw. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Smoke yourself retarded. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode seventy three of An Elegant Weapon. I am your host, my name is Jay. I am the Jedi Ross, and you will excuse the Jedi Ross for his momentary moment while he flicks his back. So, uh, you guys like to party? No! Oh, no. Oh, my God, what a couple of squares. Squaresville, I tell ya! That was a bit of an extended fucking west for you tonight there, kids. Hanging out, chilling out with us this evening is our wonderful sponsor and close loyal friend, and that would be Stan of Nemesis Studios. Thank you for hanging out with me this afternoon, Stan. No problem, man. I'm always here when you need me. Good times. Um, I'm very excited. I'm going right off the bat on this one with, uh, with barrels full of excitement um, for good stuff and bad stuff. And uh, I had a great night last night. I went to the drive-in. Oh, I love those. Yeah, um, we got a really, nice. really nice drive-in near here. It's called the Five Drive-In, and it's uh, it's an original. It's a 1950s drive-in. It's in Oakville, Ontario, Canada here. And um, it's a big one that's lasted and grown over the years. Like, it's up to three screens now. Wow. Yeah, about 10, 15 years ago, they added a third screen just off on its side and had a new, new thing because you know there was a whole period there you know how drive-ins were dying out and stuff yeah this one never had that problem this one has been flourishing since the 1950s right now is it is it 1950s style still do they have the little squawk boxes that when you park next to you hook to your car or the poles? is it tune in on the radio it's tune in on the radio but the poles are still there Oh, okay, cool, cool. so all the original poles are still where they would have been for the squawk box but, you know, you just they're just there kind of for parking now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the but, better sound system you have in your car, the better movie experience you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, and they just actually switched to a, a whole new digital projector system, which also sends a clear digital message through the radio. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, even the radio sounds good now. But this place keeps it real, eh? They, like... Uh, the whole diner is old-school food. It's, uh, it's never been, like, redone. It's only been, like... Uh, it's not renovated. It's only been like rejuvenated. You know, they've only painted uh, and kept care of stuff, right? Yeah, like so, Back to the Future style. Totally, everything is totally original. Nineteen fifty-five. That's awesome. Yeah. So I go last night uh, to see a double feature, 
most of the times on the weekends, it's it's a triple feature, but it was only a double feature this weekend. And I went to see Grown Ups 2 and The Wolverine. Ooh, shiny. Oh, Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard anything about it yet, so spoil away. All right, sounds good. Um, I, first off, before it even gets to the movies, we go, my girlfriend and I, Aaron and I go, and uh, you know, we, we get our spot, we get our place, and I go up to the main concession stand to get a drink. And when I get there... There's a whole big tent setup booth kind of area out front of the concession stand. And I'm like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> I turn around a corner and there's Iron Man. <gasps> yeah. So I'm like, OK, hi, Iron Man. And he's like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, what the shit's going on here? Right. So everyone knows my LCS, Altered States Comics, down mm-hmm. here in Clarkson, Ontario. And... Up about, I'd say it's probably a 10, 15 minute drive from me through the city up in Streetsville, Ontario, is Image Comics and Collectibles. And oh. they've been there quite a while themselves, too. It's a really good dude named Todd. And, Nothing uh, to do with the comic company? Just called that? Yeah, they just called that. They were called that first. They've been called that forever. Excellent. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a nice old shop. It's a good guy who knows his stuff. And uh, he's familiar. He's friends with the guy the guys who run Altered States, Dave and Doug who you've all heard on the podcast when we've broadcasted from the store before. And, um, yeah, so there he is standing there. And I'm like, what's going on? What's this all about? And what he did was, and they've been doing this apparently for most Marvel and DC movies, is when it's a comic book movie, he's friends with the guys who run the drive-in. So what they do is they let him have a picnic table and he set up a couple, sets up a couple tents and brings down some artists. And he had like four artists, three or four artists there last night. But yeah, all these artists there drawing and they had like the blank white sheets and, uh, you know, like backing and stuff and just uh, drawing and doodling Wolverine and stuff for anybody who wanted one. Wow. Yeah. And he invited down a bunch of cosplayers he knows. So there was a Wolverine and a Magneto and a few others. (laughs) And he had this whole setup going out front and he's just walking around to people as they're coming into the concession. And he's like, you want a picture? You know, here's a... Got some artists here. It's free if you guys want a picture. He's just trying to promote the shop and the artists and the you know the whole community. That's an excellent thing to do. I thought it was amazing. I was like, you got to be kidding that you're doing this right here, right now at the drive-in of all places. Like this is an absolutely brilliant idea. I fucking love it. Now that's all at his cost too. It doesn't cost you anything. No, there's no cost. It's uh, I guess he's friends with the guys at the drive-in, so uh, you know they let him set up a tent out front of the concession. And, uh, you know, it's all free. There's no money involved. There's, you know, it's pure publicity. Um, You know, and it's cool for the drive-in because all the kids are freaking out over the Iron Men and stuff, right? So it's great publicity for the families and the kids and all the kids are there wanting to get their pictures taken with all the cosplayers. And, you know, it was was awesome. And apparently they did it before for Man of Steel. When that came out, they had they had the Justice League there. They had all these cosplayers dressed up as the Justice League. Wow. Oh, yeah. man, I'm moving to Canada. Oh, I know. This, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> well, this isn't a regular thing. I was amazed at this happening. So uh, I, I, I talked to the guy for a few minutes. His name is Todd. He is of Image Comics and Collectibles in Streetsville, Ontario, Canada. And uh, here's about three or four minutes of a chat that I had with him. 
Okay, kids, it's Jay. This is awesome. Uh, I tweeted earlier, if anyone heard, that I was going to go to the drive-in tonight and I was going to see the Wolverine. So I come down to the five drive-in tonight, right outside of good old Clarkson, Ontario, and lo and behold, there's this awesomeness going on. Image Collections, uh, Comics, Cards, and Collectibles, which is out of Streetsville, yeah? Correct. Yeah, you guys are, this is, uh, sorry, it's Todd, right? This is Todd, This yeah. is the owner, Todd, I'm speaking with, and they've got a setup here where they've got a little booth and a little tent. It's a little rainy this evening, but uh, to celebrate the Wolverine going on, you've got some artists out here drawing some white blanks for the kids and whoever's interested in one, so how did this come about? What's going on? We like to uh, promote the industry, uh, comics in general have a great... Um, wide range of fans both in and outside of the comic book industry and a lot of the films attract a whole new audience which we like to uh, remind them that comic books have been around for over a hundred years <laughs> and that anybody can make a comic book anybody has a chance to meet people that make comics and it's a hugely accessible and enjoyable media format that, that, that we welcome. Yeah. Everyone. So did you, did you happen to know the owners of the drive-in, or did you contact them? Um, I've long since been a big fan of drive-ins. Drive-ins are a great place to go to see the movies. You can adjust your own volume. You get to pick your own seat. You get to pick who you sit beside. <laughs> you can talk on your cell phone yeah. during the movie. Yeah, and yeah. And you get to wander around the theater anytime you want. <laughs> it's awesome, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is, this is an awesome idea. So you knew them a long time, or did you get we, in touch? We did get in touch. We, we obviously are... It's a co-promotion. We're trying to attract people from different points, both attracting them to the drive-in and attracting them to art in general. We're, we're trying to expose artists at the same time. It's a perfect we, idea. It's we, brilliant. It really it, is. It's, it's, it's just an idea. But yeah. just like anybody can come up with ideas, just like Stanley came up with a bunch of ideas that <laughs> still go on today. And yeah, we, we're yeah. about to watch one on the yeah, screen yeah. right now. You got cosplayers here too, which we is awesome. Do, I was yeah. chatting with Iron Man over there. And you guys did one for Superman too. You had we a bunch did, of Justice yes. Leaguers and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. We've, we've done it for a number of different movies and yeah. we're going to continue to do them. And, and we, we thank very much people like yourself that get the word out there. Well, and, maybe, you know what, if it happens next time, I might have to, you know, come and plop a mic down on your table here and uh, chat about things. You guys are always welcome. It's, I'm, I'm not the greatest person to um, to talk to because really they're doing all the work. I'm, That's, I'm just absolutely. Here. We'll sit down sometime. We'll chat with your artists and stuff. This is I love this drive-in too because it's mm -hmm. so original. This drive-in we're in is is a '50s drive-in. Original poles are still in the ground. It's had some renovations over the years, sure. but it's even got a kids' playground. Yeah, for yeah. Beach volleyball, which mm -hmm. is you know fantastic. So sure, I didn't see you out there though. Yeah. No, we got here a little late. It's a little rainy this evening too, little, so little, I don't know about playing in the mud. But uh, you don't want to ruin that amazing Batman shirt. That of course wearing. not. Yeah, I was I was you know attired properly for this evening, mm -hmm. but. Uh, yeah, Todd, thanks so much for no spending problem, a couple man. minutes with thanks. me. This is an awesome thing you're doing, and uh, uh, to my loyal listeners, I'm sure you're going to hear lots more about this in the future. Okay, so, well, uh, um, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, and thank you very much for including me. I mean, uh, good luck, uh, and you're, you're doing a, a great a job. You're recruiting uh, <laughs> listeners all the time. Trying to, trying to spread the word and trying to spread the local love, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, we appreciate it. Thank that's you very awesome. Much. Thank all you right. so much. Oh, yeah. What a <laughs> And that was the chat I had with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good it, chat. Yeah, it's, it was good times. And uh, <clears throat> so I said to him, though, I'm like, well, if this is happening, why aren't I sitting here with a microphone? Like, this makes yeah. sense. 
And he was like, yeah, you know, for sure. So I'm going to head up to the, I'm going to drop by the shop up in Streetsville one day and uh, hang out for a bit and uh, see what's going on up there. Because I've been going to Altered States since I was like knee high to a grasshopper. You know, I, I don't branch out much unless I'm really looking for something that my guys just aren't going to have, right? Yeah. But uh, so I've never actually been to this shop and it's it's not too far from me at all. So well, that sounds like a groovy shop to put. I mean, that's a lot of money they're spending, probably. Um, no, there's not a lot of money involved, I would think. Um, the artists yeah, are volunteer. Artists. Oh, well, really? Oh, yeah, they're volunteer. They're doing it for their own thing. Wow. See, I'm t- telling you, I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> well, like I said, too, like three of the four were uh, – one of them just moved from Montreal, and she's friends with the guy, so she was there. And the other three were like students and independent like graphic – like people who just made their own stuff. Um, yeah. It was right in Oakville there. We have Sheridan University – sorry, Sheridan College. And uh, Sheridan College is uh, like an arts tech university. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's you know, you learn all that kind of stuff. like Disney handpicks their animators and engineers straight from yeah. the school. Oh, that's the one in Guelph. <laughs> um, no, there's one. No? In, there's one in Guelph that's good too. But no, this one's just over in Oakville. But uh, yeah, Disney would li- will literally they send representatives there every year and like Peru. That's awesome. Like, cause it's just amazing artists come out of here. So the whole community there is obviously you know apartments filled with students and student artists. So it's a really cool area. And it just makes sense, you know. So there's a lot of student artists around here willing to, you know, donate their time to get their name out there. And, you know, and it was just fun in general, too, you know, for everybody there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't think it costs much other than his sweat of having to, you know, put up some tents and uh, sacrifice some backboards for people to draw on, you know. I may have to one day steal that idea. <laughs> I think it's an awesome idea. I think it should be spread around the world, man. I mean, that's, I. That's amazing. I don't know how drive-ins are doing in the states. I did Google it, and it seems that they are slightly on the rise. Um, we have a couple good ones around here, actually. Okay, that's good that I hear you have a couple, because I know some people have maybe one or nothing. You know, we have a, one that's named Shankweilers, and one that's <laughs> named Becky's. <laughs> yes, Wicked. and one of them I can't I can't be exact, but one of them historically was a porno. Showing movie theater, <laughs> very outdoor nice. at its very earliest of stages, and they actually have the uh, the history of like you know in photography up on the wall as you wait in the line to the concession stand, so you get to see how it looked back in its heyday, and see what they were playing. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that yeah. kind of stuff, man. It's uh, at the at the five one over here. It's uh, it's all styled like a. There's three screens. And there's a, a beach volleyball court they built, like, in between. And then there's a park under the main one screen, right, for the kids. Wow. So there's tons of stuff to do there. But then there's one. There's an there's a place in Toronto, right downtown by the harbor front, and it's called The Docks, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, what The Docks is, it's sort of an entertainment complex. What it consists of is the Sound Academy, which is a bar, and, you know, for shows and stuff. I saw the specials there. And then there's, like, a pier with the bar. And then they have, like, volleyball. I think they've got go-karts. And they've got, like, uh, like a... Go-karts. Great combination. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. And they also have, like, a driving range, right? Now, it's really cool because all this is kind of right in the middle of the city, even though it's down by the waterfront. Most of Toronto uh-huh. is on the water. So the main city is all down there. And... Uh, the drive, the, the drive, the the golf driving range, 
is uh-huh. what converts into their drive-in. So what they have is a big screen at the one end, and you literally you drive out onto the putting green, and they have a drive-in right in the middle of downtown Toronto. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty neat. Yeah. It's a super cool, and I, we have quite a few around. There's We even have them up at the cottage, like four hours away from here when you just go to cottage country, to you know, your cottage wow. on the lake. Um, yeah. You can drive 20 minutes kind of into the main little town, and there's a drive-in there. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that seems more of a community building thing than your standard theater. You know what I mean? Like you get to go out there, you see the people you live next to Mm -hmm. around here. The the two operating ones are a half hour in either direction for me. So it really doesn't matter which one I choose. Uh, But I don't think that they're as big around here as they are there. I I don't hear it anyway. I mean, I'm trying to. uh, set up a thing where I get to buy an old movie theater and restore it back to what it's supposed to look like with the velvet walls and all that stuff. And yeah. that's like one of, that's like one of my pipe dreams that I have that, you know, one day I'll sell a book enough of a book to buy a movie theater and restore it. That's kind of what I want to do. That sounds like a beautiful, beautiful dream, my friend. It's, you know, uh, it's going to be a dream for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> we got to hold on to those dreams, though. Yeah, almost dreams. 40, but don't worry, it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> dreams are about to make the world go around. Um, yeah, I, it's a lot of it is the atmosphere and all that, and you know that's all fun under the stars. You're in your own car. You can smoke and talk and be on your cell phone, whatever the hell you want to do. But... Uh, the other thing is the price, man. Like, it was $12 each for two movies. I'm going to pay that for one movie at the theater. Also, oh, yeah. on Tuesday nights, it's $6 per person in the so car. So, you can up the car and it's 6 bucks per person. Yeah. And That's then not bad at all. On Thursday nights, it's 17 bucks a car. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, which is how they used to. I remember when I was a kid and we go to the drive-in. That's how they used to charge it. It'd be like 10, 20 bucks a car. Yeah. And you just load up like the eight kids you had staying at the cottage and, you know, <laughs> head to the drive-in or whatever. So it was a really cool experience. Uh, I will say this Grown Ups 2 yes. was far funnier than the first one. Really? That's it. That was really, a good really movie was. Too. Um, it, it really, really was. I know the first one takes its flack and Sandler takes his flack and it is kind of silly humor, but this mm. one, I laughed a lot more out loud than I did the first one. I don't know if it added to the atmosphere that I was in my car smoking dubs, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, I will confirm that that, yes, that added to the atmosphere. <laughs> you know, that's another thing you can sit there and, you know, enjoy yourself a nice long one while you're fucking, oh, and this place is great too for the, for the ads, like the mm-hmm. intention ads, like let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's uh, get ourselves uh, some snacks. And they had a little hot, singing hot dogs and this and that. Oh, and I love it, oh, hot dogs. 
when it first starts, it comes up and all the old, they use all the old school seventies and fifties, like, you know, things for concession and all this. And then what comes up the screen? Merry Melodies. Oh, they actually played a Daffy Duck cartoon before the movies. I was in heaven. Like when I heard, I was like, oh goodness. You know, the big Warner Brothers comes up on the screen. Yeah, it was beautiful. So it was the episode where Daffy hears on the radio that there's a $5,000 reward for an escaped Tasmanian devil. Yes. Yeah. So he oh tracks down him with the radio, and the whole thing is Daffy like soothing him with music and this and that, trying to like catch him, but continually getting screwed over. <laughs> wow. It's it's funny you say that because the other podcast on my phone is uh, Merry Melodies, and I have a Casper the Ghost one, and I have uh, I forget what the other one is, but it never updates because the you know they don't do it anymore. I suppose maybe okay. the person got had to take it down or something. Right. But I had it downloaded on my phone. So every once in a while I get to watch a little bit of that. That's, That's pretty cool. It, it was so much fun, man. I had a blast. Uh, Wolverine on the other uh-huh. hand is a whole other story. I have a bad feeling about this. Okay. How did it do? The I, first... love this, I love the idea and I love the books, but yeah, the first <laughs> three quarters of the movie. Uh-huh. Great. Very Frank Miller, very off the page, very well done. Believable, though? That's what I was worried about. Oh, yeah. Because Jack Human doesn't seem like he's that believable anymore to me. Uh, Well, here's where it fell apart. Because he did better than he's ever done as Wolverine. That's for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. This is easily his best performance as Wolverine. Until it wasn't... I don't even really think it was his fault. It's more everybody involved with the movie's fault, but... Without spoiling it, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I can say this. There's a scene in the movie about three quarters in where something happens to Wolverine and he gets captured. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, at this moment in the movie and the way he gets captured, had they instead of just having Wolverine black out and then wake up back at the bad guy's house... Mm Mm-hmm. If they had used that exact moment to launch Wolverine into the absolute ultimate, ultimate berserker rage ever thought up by man, Wolverine had the opportunity to slice up like a hundred fucking ninjas in the empty streets of fucking Japan. And they, they fucking dropped the ball off a cliff. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Was, it, it, was he meaner in this movie? Because oh yeah. that's what they were touting. They were oh saying yeah. he was pretty hardcore. This is why I'm saying it's such a disappointment. Because he does well. And he builds to this moment where I honestly thought it might happen. I was like, this is it. This is going to be it. This is where we're about to see 15, 20 minutes of Wolverine just blind, ragingly killing people. Like not stabbing well, and choreographed and like smooth ballet Wolverine claw fighting. But Wolverine yeah. has this moment... They could make him lose his shit, like never be – he has never, ever had a setup. Never has there been a setup, like, for the Berserker Rage, like, at this moment, and they cop it out, and it turns into a Hollywood fight scene ending. Oh, Yeah, it's really well, – I do have hopes for X-Men Days of Future Past, though, and he's in that, correct? Yes, but he's 1970s Wolverine. 
Yeah. So, so it he's not matter what he does. And I don't think okay. he's going to be a huge part of it. Like people are hoping, but you know, well, I'm, expecting, I'm expecting Sentinels. I'm expect I'm expecting a lot. They showed I mean, the that, Sentinel. I know. I saw it. Yeah. It looked a little bit like iRobot. I, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. either way, I'm happy. you know what? They can't make a bad one. To be honest with you, I'll still give them all my money and sit in front of them like a, a goofball with a bowl of popcorn you know, you know away. <laughs> I went in with low expectations because I'm kind of over Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I've said this before. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard a lot of things about this and how this is the one he's wanted to make and people liked it. So I was I went in very like ho hum. And I went in like I'm not I'm not expecting anything out of this at all. Like so let's, you know, you got to impress me this time. And uh 3 quarters of the movie impressed the shit out of me. Like wow. Yeah, Frank Miller style impressive. Like look really? really there's a there's a fight scene on a speed train like a la Mission Impossible, you know? Uh-huh. That is probably the best fight like rooftop train or sorry, train rooftop fight scene ever. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I, it's funny that you mentioned Wolverine because I was jealous last night because one of my friends said, hey, I'm going to a movie. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck you. I'm buying a house. <laughs> I, can't go out. I, I can't go out, but you know what? I don't have rent anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so I got, you know, jealous and I went on to the, uh, the interwebs and I looked up uh, my PlayStation Network deal and they were having an X-Men sale last night on PlayStation Network. So I picked up uh, a rental uh, was it HD rental for three ninety nine of the origin story, the Wolverine origin story, and I wasn't a big fan of it at first, but I'll be honest with you, it kind of grew on me. I mean, Liam Schreiber was a little corny, but it was good. I, I think. Yeah, now, I didn't hate now, that movie. Now, having seen it again, I'm just saying. I, I was like, well, you know what? It's just. It stands up. I love the whole "I'm your father" again with the. You yeah, know, yeah. And then he's got that because then you kind of. Now you know, but obviously because of what you just said, where the rage comes from, uh, but he doesn't show it yet. Do you, do you, do you suppose that they're holding that for uh, an X-Men feature? Because there's no. going to be another X-Men collaborative after this X-Men Days of Future Past. There has to be. Um, there would be no way to close off the, the story without it. I'm, so, I'm fully expecting another X-Men movie. Um, it's kind of a spoiler, but there will be. Okay, good. That's all I needed to know. If you actually go back in my Twitter feed, which is at the underscore Jedi underscore Ross, um, you can see that I live tweeted the drive-in last night. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, I got a pit. Well, the first movie, Grown Ups, well, well, Grown Ups was supposed to start at 9, but they did like 10 minutes of like previews. What they do here, they used to do in the 80s, and they stopped for a while, but they started doing again is they play uh, the Canadian National Anthem at the beginning, before the movies. Mm-hmm. And there's a famous 80s set, like late 70s, early 80s video, video that was always the video played for O Canada in the movie theaters because we used to stand up. I, I think you guys used to too for your anthem. I don't know if they played the anthem before the movie. Uh, we would probably stand up, but knowing the core value of the common American, I would assume they'd be too busy on their phones or well, I don't know picking, if that was picking a their noses. Thing, you know? Well, that was a common thing in the '80s. Here was when they played the national anthem before a movie, and everybody stood up. And then they stopped yeah, doing it. Baseball for us. Yeah, they stopped doing it for 20 years, and then they played they played this video before the movies last night, and I was just like, ah, fucking awesome. 
An Elegant Weapon now presents a comic book conversational with Mr. J. Webb. Basically, a, a little bit of a comic book review moment with uh, with our good friend Jay Webb. You know, it's uh, I went to the comic shop, my local comic shop, this afternoon. Yeah. Altered States Comics in Clarkson, Ontario, Canada, and I am. I think I was. I was at least three, if not four, weeks behind on my comic books. Yeah. That's about my <laughs> stack sitting on. Yeah. So he pulls out my giant stack, and I'm just like, oh, God, it looks so daunting, you know? But uh, I was very excited to see on the very top of the stack uh, Batman Superman number two. Oh, man. That is amazing. What's going on with this book, eh? <laughs> it is unbelievable. Yeah, not just, like, I mean, the art alone we've everyone's talked about, but... Yeah. Where they're going is just like well, so confusing. Like not yeah. co- not that the story is confusing, but where the hell are they going with this? You know? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It it gives such a like uh, I don't know, such an otherworldly feel. It almost like it it almost doesn't feel canon to everything else going on, even though it no. is what happened in the past, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So this would have been like five years before the new 52 or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's sort of the idea. And then they get blown over to this alternate universe? It's just Yeah, like... <laughs> it's, that's um, Earth 2. Yeah. So um, have you been reading up on Earth 2? Because I haven't been keeping up on it at all. I think I dropped it about issue 11. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think I... May have got the annual. I might pick up the trades when they come out to see yeah. what's going yeah. on, but uh, I didn't really keep up. I know a lot of people were liking it, but... Uh... Yeah, it was good. It just repetitive. So these characters in Batman and Superman that we're meeting, the other Batman and Superman, they've already been established in the Earth 2 series that's been going on? Yeah, only the opening couple of issues. Okay, so he was, um, he was already married to Catwoman in Earth 2. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it was an odd one. They started off issue one, I think, and killed off Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yes. And that's from like, issue one. So this goes way back before then as well. Yeah, that's right. This would be like five years prior to the, or any of the Earth 2 stuff. Yeah. Because uh, World's Finest, the Power Girl and the Huntress, is yes. that's Earth 2's Supergirl and Robin, right? Yes, yeah. Right, so Earth 2 That's the one I've stuck with, to be honest. Fucked up, yeah. <laughs> I, also, uh, I also read uh, Batman 22. Uh, oh, yeah. I believe yeah. the second Zero Year issue. Yes. That's right. Slap Bruce's bitch face, Alfred. What is the point of all those push-ups if you can't even lift a bloody log? <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, um, yeah. I love how they're they're handling it. Like they're they're staying pretty close to old predetermined stories than I thought they. Yeah, were. yeah. The Batman, Batman story always just does. I thought they might switch it up some more. I really did. I thought they yeah. might like they're extending things a little, but uh, you know, there 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 are some cool stuff they're throwing in there, like Edward yeah, I mean, Nygma. Apply to the um, new new Fifty Two stuff quite yeah. a lot, but it feels very old. It feels like Batman used to be. 
Yeah, it they did kind of. It's the one of the series that did kind of feel like they took it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, the <clears throat> Port of Owls stuff was. Yeah. Amazing. Well, it was brilliant to go new yet make it like, <coughs> Gotham history. You know, yeah. that's 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 totally like that's just good thinking to do because Superman they almost went the other way. Like Superman felt very fresh and some, you know, not a huge change, but some some cool little new ideas that are thrown in there, you know. Yeah, the costume mainly. Yeah, yeah, and like just the whole space aspect of it. Yeah, it's kind of weird that no one ever zeroed in on emphasizing the sci-fi part of Superman, eh? Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of people were surprised about Man of Steel. Yeah. You think about it, he's an alien. (laughs) They're gonna have alien ships that look alien and shit, you know. And giant dragons to fucking fly yeah. <laughs> Are you excited about uh, Man of Steel 2 then, I guess, yeah? Um, yeah. Did you see the video from Comic-Con? Yes. Yeah, 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 I did, yeah. You sent oh, that's me. right, you tweeted that out, you retweeted. That was, wasn't that just like a whole, like, I got goosebumps watching. Yeah. <laughs> I, I must have watched it a hundred times over. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. super cool. Just that dude reading that quote from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, you're the one guy in the crowd who's like, oh, when yeah. he the quote, yeah. he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> so it just proves that it's a movie thing now, doesn't it? It, it kind of does, yeah. It's, um, Especially with just the one guy recognizing the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I bet, <laughs> I'm sure more guys did, but yeah, the one yeah. guy's reaction was priceless. But it's true. Yeah, I would jump up and down, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because I heard, I knew the second I heard yeah. throat. Like, I heard my hand around her. I was like, oh my, what the hell? What? <laughs> How? And then he also cleverly said, though, like, this is not the thing we're adapting. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you could have got excited for a sec there, but it wouldn't have made much sense to do a Dark Knight. No, no. Take it old and then come back. Yeah, when he's all, like, fucking young and stuff, you know? Yeah, that's it. So, uh, Justice League Trinity has begun, too, eh? Or the, the Trinity War here? Yeah. Yeah, it's not something I'm interested in, to be honest. Uh, I'm picking it up because I am a Justice League fan. Uh, (laughs) I picked up uh, Justice League Dark, and I only picked up one copy of the Justice League of America just because I wanted to have issue one. Yeah, I did the issue one, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I am going to get them for the Trinity War. Yeah, I think that might be the story I like getting tried. Well, I see here uh, Justice League of America number six, which is part two of the yeah. Trinity War. Um, Pandora's on the front here. Yeah. And uh, I guess this is really going to bring into the open the whole what happened with the new 52, you know? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be 10 issues before, before <laughs> then, we hear anything properly. It'll probably just lead into some other thing, yeah. too. And, be another argument. <laughs> I haven't read this one yet, but I got uh, Masters of the Universe number four. I'm loving these comic books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You reading these too, yeah? Yeah, yeah only because it's going to cross over to Justice League. <laughs> what? He-Man is? Yes, yeah. What? It's going to be a versus. Is it like canon or like a one-shot fun time thing? Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a full crossover, supposedly. So one or the other, either... Justice League's going to go there, or he's going to come. Yeah, I think, I think Master of the Universe are going to go to New 52 Universe. That's crazy, because that's very reminiscent of the yeah. movie, eh? Yeah, He-Man, Superman, sort of. Yeah. 
I never Thousand. thought of that because in the the old movie they bring the, you know he comes to Earth and everything yeah. find that magical flute key yeah, or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He Man versus Superman that's something that should have happened years ago. Yeah, I love He Man. <laughs> yeah, it was always my number one thing when I was yeah. young. Man was uh, was He Man got I a lot of Wolverine and everything just to maybe see He Man. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you got to be. Uh, you know, I was I was a bit of a completionist when it yeah, came to the Heat Man. So I also picked up today issue one of uh, book two of Princeless. That's not something I've read. Okay, Princeless is an action lab title. Yeah, and uh, I I haven't read a lot of Action Lab. I'm trying to catch up on my Action Lab because I all of a sudden have found myself. Uh, very intertwined with a lot of activities going on at Action yeah. Lab. Yeah. Um, our good friend Anthony Bachman of the Next Element podcast just yes. had Mr. Yeah. Dave DeWanch on. That was a great interview. I really enjoyed that. And uh, he got me wanting to read his books more, you know? And uh, yeah. they were talking about Princeless. And Anthony is always going on about Princeless here. So so I haven't read yeah. it yet, but I picked this up. And I hear about uh, Double Jumpers and Molly Danger are two titles that I hear. Yeah, Molly Danger is something that I've looked at briefly. Did it look interesting? Yeah, yeah. Art-wise, um, I think it's your more logo. I think it's, uh, it's award-winning, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think so. That's I did the Action Labs free comic book day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I do have that. Yeah. It was a full volume. It was, I think, 116 pages. That's amazing. That's that's the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, it was also. It was the only one I downloaded. <laughs> you got to do those special things, you know. Yeah. Um, good friend of mine, and who's been on the show before, of course, Mr. Anthony Rutgazer. Yeah. Is a new book coming out uh, with Action Labs called The First Hero. And uh, yeah. do you have you heard much about the? You've, uh, no, I've seen little bits. But it, I seen it. It's a cool <laughs> idea where it's a uh, it's a world where if you get superpowers, you go nuts. Oh no! So basically, it's a world where the superheroes are all anarchistic and you know, not good guys sort of thing. That's cool. And then there's one superhero who is born with a conscience, and this guy is actually like your typical like good guy. Yeah, and it's about you know his battles and stuff living on this earth where every other super person is a fucking <laughs> villain. So uh, you know I've read some of Anthony's stuff in the past, and uh, Anthony's a really creative guy. So I think it's uh, it's going to be quite an interesting book when that comes yeah. out. Oh yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, and his Kickstarter actually, I'd like to uh, push that too. I think in about like twenty five days or something. Yeah, his uh, Indiegogo starts for. The first hero. So everybody get on there and awesome. check that out and uh, follow that. Support the local Toronto and Pittsburgh. I'm feeling bad. I don't remember the artist's name at the moment, but I believe they're out of Pittsburgh. But I think Action Labs is mainly out of Pittsburgh or something. If if I am correct, but I may be mistaken. But uh, they got so much shit on the go. That company's blowing up Action Labs. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, they're doing some big things. Yeah, and they're uh, you know to. There's not much crap. It's like everything they put out has a lot of effort put into it. They're not just going for filler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to try yeah, and get their um, their lineup, you know, stacked sort of thing. Okay. Again, back to I, indie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got uh, – I also grabbed this today, which was really weird. It's uh, AP Entertainment. It's called Steam Wars. 
Have you heard of this? No. Okay. It's it's Star Wars, but not Star Wars. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like a, I don't need, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. It is an obvious direct ripoff of Star Wars to the point where it's like an homage, but really different, but it's all steampunk themed. It's one of them parody sort of. It's, I don't want to call it a parody. That's why this is really weird. It's like somebody made a steampunk comic book and used the Star Wars characters as their characters. That's cool. Yeah. <coughs> and it's weird. <laughs> it's I'm, I'm just kind of tripping through it right now. I'm gonna, uh, it's, a lot of strange Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah, people are, you know, doing some creative stuff definitely, but this is this is really weird. It looks very like manga but steampunky. But yeah. I don't know. People if you want to see some really really weird alternate universe shit going on with uh with star wars pick up the steam wars i got number two i just picked up that just came out right here and uh yeah really fucking interesting shit but uh back to this uh i want your opinion on this batman superman thing yeah so where do you think they're going to go with this? Do you think your first impressions, is this going to end up, you think there'll be a versus moment in the movie? Yeah, I think that's what they'll base the whole first three quarters on. Yeah? And then they it'll have be, to come together? Yeah, it'll be the battle and... Yeah, like some sort of mutual... Yeah. Heinous villain. Together for the greater good. And all. Yeah. I'm thinking, I've heard some interesting stuff, like uh, even someone mentioned... Lois Lane maybe trying to track down who this Batman character is. Yeah. And Clark going with her to Gotham maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, for some kind of thing. Because you you never know where they're going to go with it now because Lois Lane has a brain in her head, right? Well, yeah, she's intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist having a brain in her head. Who would have thunk it? So, uh... Yeah, I, I'm kind of hoping they don't spend too much time on that, though. No. I, I just want to see Batman up there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it, eh? You just want to see Batman. I hear you. It's, uh, it's, it's cool. It, it's brilliant that they're doing this, though, because they get to yeah. skip, like, doing another Batman movie. You yeah, know? that's it, yeah. I'm kind of seeing maybe a trilogy. It. Say yeah. a Man of Steel trilogy. You got the first one, you got Batman, and then what if maybe they drop Wonder Woman or something in the third? Yeah. Because they've had so much trouble trying to find a spot for the Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, that after two rounds out of Superman, maybe a third time, that'd be a real nice cushion for her yeah, to kind of... Yeah, them all in together. Yeah, come into the whole thing. And then, you know, they're talking about doing the Flash movie. Yeah, well, apparently confirmed. Yeah, and it could be pretty easy to throw some sort of green lantern connection in there because... They've established there's a universe. They don't need to use Hal Jordan, right? Uh, there's only one way that they'd save that, and that's John Stewart. Yeah, pretty much. John you know? Stewart, Green Lantern. Unless they cast the Green Lantern, who was a very popular choice. You know what I mean? Like, which is hard to find. Yeah. Could <laughs> we get over Reynolds? <laughs> yeah, unless they actually put Nathan Fillion in that suit, yeah. no fans will ever actually be happy about the situation. They'd still find something. 
So uh, let's let's push our good friends at Intercomics and their new endeavor. Um, yes. There's a new Intercomics yeah. podcast going on. There is. Um, there is. Yeah. That's what is it? Episode three. Uh, I think three goes up tonight. Okay. Tonight. And uh, it's a mix of people. You were saying. Yeah, we're gonna do um, three main hosts, and I think we're gonna tag in sort of every other episode, maybe. Just so they're building a bit of a base up. Yeah. And they all sound quite posh on communist shit. <laughs> they're all university educated and all that. And I'm just sitting reading comics all the time. <laughs> so the, they're all like talking proper and being yes. like, the, the yeah. art of this. And you're, and you're over there. I like that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and there's me like, ah, shut up. <laughs> oh, that's wicked though. No, I, I have Yeah, no hopefully we are going to all sort of get a chance because it's quite so is there kind of a structure to it or is it just a general conversational or they're kind of segments yeah they've been doing reviews and stuff okay Um, a best and worst of the week okay and then news and then general bits this week is the dc comics special Ooh. um i was gonna go on and just shout about batman a bit (laughs) yeah as you should that's what everyone expects from me well, you know, you got to give the people what they expect, right? Yeah. I mean, if people didn't expect it, I probably don't know if I'd be reflicking this bick right now, but I am. Um, yeah, one of the hosts, Free, doesn't read DC Comics. Ooh. She's straight IDW slash Marvel. Okay. So she's sort of trying to convince everyone on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'll give her a list of Batman everything. <laughs> That's always the one thing. Like even our good friends over at Drunk on Comics. I mean, they're all yes. mar- they're all Marvel heads. And yeah, that's heads. it. Yeah. You got our dear sweet uh, fellow Toker Kevin, who yeah. uh, you know is the DC staple yeah, DC man. Yeah. of that lineup. Yet they all still read Batman. Oh, At least yeah, dear, you know that Batman's yeah. the exception. Batman just Batman is yeah, he's, DC. Uh, you know. As you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes, you are. I think I'm backed up about 13 at the minute. Oh, my goodness. Good Lord. Yeah, I ain't listening busy. to that many. <laughs> I just make that many. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I'm behind least... on a few, too. It's hard to keep up on, man. It's, you got to find the time. It's, uh, you know, I got to do it right now. Think work. It's all pretty crazy. The last couple of weeks and my yeah. birthday this week, so... Yeah, that yeah. is true too. Absolutely. Was it a good birthday though? My birthday, so. <laughs> it was a good birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked for the last half of it. Yeah, we all often have to tend to yeah. end up doing that kind of thing. But it almost sounds like these guys, if they were to sit down with a pint of Guinness, they might be like the UK version of Drunk on Comics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all, all of it seems to be very Marvel-based. Uh, Jack, the main host, is the DC man. Oh, he was so. actually um, part of a DC podcast for a website he writes for. Okay. And he did all the Justice League Dark and the Constantine and stuff like that. Yeah, there's it's a big of... thing. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, there's a couple uh, DC ones that I checked out in the past, but. Uh... It's 
it's weird the division. We were actually just ta- I was talking about this with Derek and Kevin, yeah, from Drunk on Comics, and <clears throat> it's kind of a shame almost how it happened because I mean you look at these two big companies and it's it's like Pepsi versus Coke type thing, yeah. but yeah, it it's almost like like DC's been around so much longer, yeah, that yeah. It, it's not possibly ever gonna be in the same vein or ideals as Marvel because Marvel was created yeah. at a different time. Different right? age, yeah. Yeah. And they came on strong. They were like, we're, we're the new guys. We, yeah. you know, they want to take down, you know, Marvel or, or sorry, DC yeah, or it. whatever. They, it's, it's almost a shame up. it got to that point. I like, I don't know why there's such tension, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, all I want is more crossovers. Yeah. That's all anybody really wants. I mean, what's the biggest thing we can dream of a secret wars movie where Batman gets zapped into yes. the Marvel universe. Yeah. <laughs> Amalgam. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fucking super cool, man. Yeah. Even dark claw would be good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, um, it's going to be fun to see where it goes. I mean, I think, you know, I, especially after last night, I'm getting a little marveled out. Yes, by the reoccurrences, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I tend to be have dropped a lot of Marvel books. Yeah, and, and the movie-wise too. It's yeah, everything's getting a little too, I don't know, comic booky, if that yeah. makes sense, without using that as a derogatory no, 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 term. Yeah, definitely. Like I like everyone knows I'm a DC <laughs> guy, and I like it's the Freeman set formula. Yeah, yeah, you got to switch that formula up once in a while, and then tried. Iron Man Three was very different. It was. It was. I was everything. It was Two, still a lot of one-liners, though, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, which is something I'm. I'm not big into the comedic aspect of the of movies. Like, I enjoy it. It's funny when there's a a, a funny word here and there. But I prefer to keep it on like an Alfred level. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. Michael Caine's one-liners. I don't like to take it much further than in yeah, the middle of it. fights. I don't like white one-liners in the middle of my fights. Yeah. So. I don't know. Marvel for me has just got to a point is where are they going to go? You know, like yeah. Avengers two, I'm sure that'll be exciting, but you've already played all your biggest hands. Any characters you bring in at this point are B characters. Yeah. You know, and DC has got everything still to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, you know, I, I think it, the justice league movie hits will be, huge yeah it, it would it's got to be the biggest thing ever in yeah in comic bookdom really if just yeah i was just disappointed everyone hating on man of steel so much it was it was pretty divisive there's a lot of defense for it too though man yeah there's yeah. a and you know what i was surprised Manuals. by <laughs> a lot of older guys who i thought wouldn't be defensive of it yeah dug it for its freshness like doug and yeah. dave yeah. i was just talking with uh Doug at uh, Alter States Comics, and I was yeah. kind of surprised to find out that he really dug where they went with it. Yeah, and yeah, it's just different. Exactly, it's like we you got to try. Like if Batman, I said this the other night too. If Batman and the Avengers and the X Men can all have like nine different titles each, and all be drawn differently and yeah. different incarnations, why can't we keep making movies where they try different things? Yeah, that's you true. know. That's what's exciting about this is going to be the first time we see Batman in this Superman movie where we don't have to establish anything. Yeah. Like they don't have to go back and this and that. And I'm so curious to find out how will they stick close to – I know they're not going to do Dark Knight, right? Like it's not going to be Christian Bale. But will it be the Bale suit? 
how similar do you think it might be? Or will they be like, you know what? Let's try something else. Let's bring yeah, the ears I'll, back. I want the guy in black. Yeah. Let's let's have some ears. Let's give him the ears yeah. back. I'm not a big short ear guy. No. Yeah, the longer ears. Yeah, absolutely. I'll come them. Like, I don't hate so, the young, the smaller ones. Like, I like Capullo's take on them, kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me some Alex Ross ears. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, why the heck not? And give them some kind of coolness i don't know it'll be interesting to see but uh yeah, yeah. Uh, thing is who, who, who do you think they would cast well it's because that's the big thing how are they gonna go with it like yeah. it's, it's gonna have to be fairly young and you know what yeah. i never expected christian bale so i i don't think they're gonna go with i think they're gonna do like a henry cavill type thing yeah, I don't think it'll yeah, be a, Yeah, it'll be a relatively unnamed, unknown. You know what? It it could have very well have still been Army Hammer, but I think now because of the Lone Ranger, oh, yeah, I don't think they'll touch nah, him. that dude, I didn't like that dude to start with. Did you? Yeah. So, well, he was originally in the original one, eh? Yeah, in the Justice League. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the only I can't remember who was Superman, but. I don't know. I remember that the Flash was the kid from uh, the OC. And Green Lantern was common as John Stewart Green Lantern. Yes, that is good. Yeah, that's that excellent. That's wonderful casting, and I've you know, there there's such it's so hard to break out as a strong black actor that you have to be yeah. a real strong black actor. Yeah, so the problem he, he is a latitude. That... Yes, when a black when a juicy black role comes up, there are so many options for it. Because when you start thinking of all the top black actors, they all have to carry that certain gravitas to be – to stick out in yeah. a way, right? Yeah. So you really could. I mean you could – you know, Idris Alba. There's an excellent John Stewart yeah. as well. you know. Yeah. But I mean he's the name these days. Any black popular character yeah. here these he's days is – He's going to be James Bond apparently. There's really talking about that, eh? Yeah. That, I think it would be good. I think it would be cool. Change up James Bond a bit. Yeah, it uh, switched things up. Even though in the last one they almost went kind of back to the roots with it, which yeah. I thought was awesome, yeah. you know. So yeah, Scarface was amazing. So hopefully it comes soon, and uh, we don't have to wait too long. But uh, you know, us pure '80s DC Justice League at heart kids, you know, we we grew up on superpowers. I don't remember any goddamn Avengers cartoons for kids our age, you know. I That's the one thing. Too. Yeah, like X-Men. Marvel never had that other than Spider-Man. Even X-Men yeah. took a while. That was more like 13-year-old kids getting into. But yeah. you couldn't be 6, 7, 8, 9 and into anything Marvel but Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, whereas when you could sit down, you could watch Super Friends. You could watch Super Powers. You could watch yeah. Batman, Superman. Like they all had it, you know. So I think it just makes sense that there's more of a child, a childlike nostalgia for these godlike superheroes, you know. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, that's so. the whole thing with the Superman yeah. and Matt Steel comparison. Everyone's just stuck on Christopher Reeve, Superman. Yeah, it's like uh, he's the only one. Yeah, and you know what? He wasn't. He was. He he personified Superman. Yeah, but he yeah. he didn't look like a great Superman to me. Nah. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think honestly, Cavill is excellent. Oh, I think he's wonderful, and I think he's just going to get better. Like, yeah, you know, people yeah. keep need to be reminding that this is the this, yeah, this will be his making of him. And yeah, when he comes into his own, he's just going to get better. And don't worry, less buildings will fall down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but uh, yeah, thank, thank you very much for hanging out with me for a bit tonight, Mister Wet. 
It is always a pleasure to catch up on the comic book chat with you, and uh, yeah. I have to do it again real soon. So yeah. uh, everybody say goodnight to Jay, and uh, thank him very much for coming by and having a little comic book moment with us. John Williams is officially doing the score for episode seven. <laughs> that's so excellent. Yeah, that's, uh, you, know. you know. How many more ringtones that means? Uh, yeah, it's going to be weird. Well, JJ, I don't <laughs> think, has ever worked with anybody, but what's his name? The uh, the other guy, Carlos, mm -hmm. whatever. I always forget how to pronounce his name. Giovanni, Giovanni, Giovanni. Yeah, but that guy has done, like, everything Call he's ever Chuck. done. <laughs> Chuck. What up, Chuck? Yeah. So it's going to be exciting to see. But uh, basically, man, that was my drive in Wolverine experience. Um, people, please go out there and support your local drive in if you've got one around. I mean, how you can't beat, you know, two movies for the price of one. Um, you're under the stars. You're smoking doobies. You're getting ugly. <laughs> you know. Yeah, man, it's fucking, it's fucking good times. So, uh, good luck on your move, man. Thanks, bro. Everybody, wish Stan luck, and uh, hopefully, you know, everything turns out well, as I'm sure it will. You moving into your oh, yeah, no house. choice, man. Yeah, no choice. You gotta do it. And uh, you got anything else going on these days? What are you working on? Are you just fully in the move right now? No, actually, I'm doing uh, a book right now with a guy named uh, Corey Christian Anderson. Uh, we're working on a book called the ministry and, uh, it's a new look at the f four horsemen of the apocalypse, more from a, uh, historical biblical point of view and, you know, a little poetic license tossed in there. Uh, but yeah, no, we're plugging away every night at it. I'm writing my butt off and he's drawing his fingers off. In fact, right before you texted or you hit me up on Twitter this afternoon when I was late, sorry, uh, no worries. <laughs> he, he hit me up and he said, you know, this fight sequence between michael the archangels and uh lucifer before he's cast out of heaven was was killing him <laughs> <laughs> and we text every night now we haven't spoken yet in, in any capacity other than twitter and text and email so he, he's a young artist he's in georgia um i think i can go through here and find his name i'd really love to say what his Twitter handle is because he's really good and people should take a look at him. But uh, we're just, it's basically going to be a story about how they became who they are at, you know, his, you know, historically being, you know, th those people who believe the Christianity side of it or, you know, any of that other nonsense, whoever, whatever you believe in, here's our version of what the four horsemen are. Yeah. We give them specific powers and we give them, you know, punishments. They're punished angels that God is punishing because they wouldn't take sides during the battle between Lucifer and the, the God. So basically that's it so far. <laughs> we're, no, that's we're, cool, working, we're working on it. And then we have issue zero is the, the fight. And we, that's titled this, the, the eighth day. And after that, we have individual issues of each, four, each of the four horsemen. And the final issue will be the apocalypse issue. Or, you know, will it? <laughs> Question Dude, I mark. I love that kind of shit. I, have to, like, I think it's real fun to play with. Like, uh, 
But you got to like, be careful, dude. It's so much in the Bible and so much on Wikipedia. You have to be true to what you read because you get someone's name wrong, even in spelling. I mean, it's it's hard for the artist, man. I I got my heart and love goes out to him so much. You know, it's Christian Anderson at Meg Id O Child. That's at M E G I D D O Child C H I L D. Uh, he's a pretty good artist. I'm sorry to have to throw that in there, but I just no, kind of went do. through all this to look for it. Um, but yeah, he's really good. The stuff he sent me from the character designs I sent him and the scripting stuff I sent him has just been, I, I don't know. I, I create stuff in my head while I'm writing. Yeah. And it's up to this point, it's been very difficult to translate that to paper. I can draw. Right. I can draw, I sculpt, I do all kinds of crazy crap. But I really like the writing. I like the concentrating on the character. I like developing emotions and defects and, you know, good points. And I like, you know, ripping them apart internally and knowing what they are and why they're doing this. And, you know, it doesn't need to be explained fully in a book, but it's good to have in your head while you're writing for it. Yeah. So I, I'm, go I'm going crazy doing it with all the research and stuff. But this poor guy, I mean, I send him like five or six lines of a script for one page and a, and a panel description and he, he has to come up with this unbelievable art and he's doing such a great job and i just really want to shout out to him because without him right now this book wouldn't be happening we'll have to bring him on the show sometime sue absolutely yeah i'd love to yeah. meet him on your show that'd be phenomenal that's uh that's awesome i love it pete you haven't even met yet you're making fucking comic book art that's how we roll kids that's how this shit goes down oh, yeah without without our community you know, Twitter aside, Facebook aside, the cons, the you, our intrinsic family that we have all developed based on our love of what we do yeah. and what, we, what we're into. I mean, you're a Star Wars absolute. You're you're like a walking Star Wars encyclopedia, especially I the, well. I'm more I'm, like the, remember, I'm, like the, I'm the novice. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I'm the novice when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah, I love it. I think it's cool. I like. Episode one because of the politics, and I'm really into politics, and that's funny for yeah. me. That was just weird watching well, that's what Galactic. I was say about the ministry is uh, <laughs> I'm not a religious guy, and I, I, I still love all those type of stories. Like uh, Constantine. Yeah, Constantine, uh, the prophecy. You see those oh. movies with, oh, with Christian Walken as Gabriel. Oh, and oh. I love those fucking movies. Even Legion was cool. That fucking mm -hmm. Dennis Quaid angel fucking yeah. – I, I love all that shit. I think it's fucking – it's amazing fodder for storytelling. It oh, and, and you know what? It's yeah. already written. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's already for you. You just need to, to work your characters into real people that fit into these situations. That's yeah. it. And it's – but I love playing with uh, the religious end of stuff because it's just – you know, it's it's faith for some people. It's – myth for other people it's complete horseshit to some i mean you know what i believe has nothing to do with anything i am yeah. writing a a book about the four horsemen i'm going to use as much biblical fact and internet fact as i can get into my writing so that it's as clear and crisp as possible but it's not offensive it's not sacrilegious there's no blasphemy in the in the book no you're I'm, just I'm trying, trying to, to be literally accurate like yes, from, yes, from a, I just from want a literary you know, outlook. And I, I appreciate that, man. If, if you're, you know, telling me the story of some angel warrior that's existed for whatever time in actual history, I would want to know that you hadn't fucked with it all up and that it was from something cool, something else 
cool I could look into. You know what I mean? Like, I highly agree with that shit. Well, thank you. I, 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 my whole goal in life was to be a novelist, and unfortunately, as I've grown through my life and I've you know had different hats, you know, landscaper, blah blah blah, this guy, that guy, college guy. After all is said and done, there's no more th- novelists. Hammer they are the godsmith. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're gone. <laughs> thank you. I, I'm not getting paid for that, by the way. I have to auction that off. I think. Do it up, man. Can't get in touch with anybody. Oh, but after after all was done, I wanted shit. to be a yeah, I wanted to I wanted to be a novelist. So that, that, that doesn't exist anymore. So I went to my love. Okay, how can I take what I love and make it work for me in the comic book world? And it doesn't because of the amount of research. Like I'm yeah. still doing three thousand pages worth of research on a twenty-two page book, but then deciding what. I mean, I don't know if I'm sure every writer goes through this, but you have to get your point across in six sentences, seven six sentences, seven seconds, seven sentences, yeah, several times in one book. Yeah. And well, editing is very important. Yeah, but that's well, I have a, a real good editor and a real good fact checker, so I'm pretty good in that area. <laughs> nice. But it's 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 tedious because you really do have to convince. You got to grab somebody with a few words. And you can't be verbose. I'm not. I'm not writing a graphic novel yet. The end result of this series is a full-on graphic novel, by the way, with okay. all the stuff that's left out or implied. Nice. In the comics, put in in there in your face, like the the story of the battle uh, with Michael and Lucifer is going to be out of this world. Yeah. It, I mean, I have, I'm scripting book zero right now. I have uh, several so- pages of a screenwriting play written for it, so. Nice. That's uh, I'm really, really excited for that, man. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. That sounds like fucking balls ass, awesome fucking storytelling right there, my friend. I can totally get into that kind of shit. So keep working hard at it. Everybody pay attention to us because, you know, we're going to be all over making sure everybody knows about that shit and its progression. So um, there you go, kids. That about does it for another week here. I would like to again send out my deep, sincere appreciation to Drunk on Comics for allowing us to hijack their fucking iTunes feed. How about that shit, eh? They're putting out our fucking... They're awesome guys. Crazy shit on their fucking stuff. No, they're awesome. They're, uh, yeah, man. You know, when you, if you people are listening to Drunk on Comics, you know, don't ever think that they're just happen to be, you know, smiling and happy, fun guys for, for the podcast because it's not that way at all. These guys are, uh, these guys are the good shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, as are you, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, It's always a pleasure to have you here hanging out with us. Kids, we'll be back next week. Uh, to talk about something else, whatever that is. I hope you come back, and I hope you join us. We'll see you next time on An Elegant Weapon. Take it easy. Get out in that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Get out in that kitchen and rattle those pots and pans. Well, oh, my breakfast, because I'm a hungry. Save your dog.
Do you think KFC's still open? <laughs>